folks. Well, as you see, we jumped straight into it, but welcome back to Joint Hypothesis Podcast. Podcast, should we say, where two scientists stoners talk about all aspects of weed. We're into the social, the political, the scientific, the racial, all of that. And we are so happy to have three amazing guests from Suede Dispensary. Suede Dispensary is my go-to place. Um, that's actually where I met these guys, and I could probably say I'm a regular at this point. I don't know if I'm proud to One admit that or not. Favorite, favorite. <laughs> yeah. As you see, uh, so I'm very eager to have them in this first season. So, yeah, we're excited to have you guys here. So, could you, uh, three of you, introduce yourself? I'm just going to say left to right to keep things uh, going easy on my left, if that makes sense. Sweet. Well, yeah. Thanks for having us. My name's Noah. Uh, I'm from a small town north of Dallas. Went to Mizzou. Um, just a couple years after these guys. A like handful, handful of years. Of years. After these guys. Couple uh, of years. Wow. You know, I'm flattered. You think of me yeah. young though. Experimented with cannabis as we all do, and I happened to make and produce a lot of cartridges with my packaging that I created and stickered and whatnot. Um, I can't wait to tell you about the job interview of this kid. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then, yeah, I read leases for a while, didn't like it, and wore a tie to my interview. And then, I guess it's a wrap from there. Yeah. You're all, so you're, what's your role here? Oh, I'm a uh, bud tender. I'm a, I work a... Lead bud tender. I'm a lead bud tender at, you know, the, the suede dispensary uh, in the city locations. Yeah, yeah. Delmar and Cherokee. Delmar and Cherokee. Yeah. My name's Dan. I'm uh, also a lead between Delmar and Cherokee. I've been with Suede for a year and over a month now. It's been awesome. Um, we have a really cool team right now. And just kind of like we were touching on earlier, we have awesome patients and regulars that come through. Um, just all, all different ages and all walks of life. I think that's what's made it so fun and seeing people get real relief or people being able to find products to bring people together, try something new, try different types of products. Um, it's been really cool. I've learned so much in the last year. I feel like I knew nothing a year ago. So it's, it's been amazing. Oh yeah. Like coming into this thing and like, I didn't know what a terpene was. Like I just knew. I had like, no idea. Yeah. I just knew it was pot, something you get in the bag. Yeah. From Dirty Randy behind the dumpster. Yeah. And that was good enough for me. Yeah. And it worked, but uh, no, I'm Max, uh, Max Mackinon. I'm the uh, general manager for the uh, Suede, Cherokee, and Delmar locations. Um, and yeah, to kind of echo, you know, these two knuckleheads, you know, um, you know, it's just been an absolute blessing and, and a crazy journey, you know, just not only like career-wise, you know, because, you know, I think it's more, more having the ability to unlock, you know, the, the, the career passions of a lot of individuals and bring that higher quality of life to our patients, you know. It's it's giving a lot of uh, folks the outlet to kind of just be who they want to be and do what they want to do in, in, a, in a world and an industry that, you know, has been so taboo for, for years and stigmatized, you know, and we're kind of just ripping that Band-Aid off of it. So, you know, to kind of normalize, you know, cannabis use, you know, amongst, you know, a multitude of different dem demographics and show people, like, it's not this really scary fucking thing that everybody thinks it is, mm -hmm. like, is, you know, you know, an absolute, you know, blessing. Absolutely. I know there are a lot of potheads in higher education because 
That feel just gives you anxiety. Like, you need it. A lot of potheads in tech, too. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's kind of cool to, to be in the field where it's like so many people are innovating and designing and asking all these crazy questions. You wouldn't necessarily think of like something like that associated with people who smoke weed, who sometimes they say, oh, lazy, sluggish. They don't have things oh, to do. Yeah. List, all these all these bad things. So it's, it's always great to like try to break down that stigma. Like. It almost feels like a badge of honor when you have your shit together and you mm-hmm. still can get high, you know? It's like, yeah. You, oh, yeah. oh, you, you smoke just, weed every day? Oh. Well. Damn right I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a good point, though, because I think a lot of people that do work hard or even creative people, you're hitting your, your foot's on the gas and you're really going hard and you need that decompression time to be able to be at your best. And, I like, just speaking for myself, I don't know that I can – Think of something cleaner for my body that I don't feel hungover on, or I can still feel clear-headed, or I can get myself really stupid if I want to and feel pretty safe about it, mm-hmm. especially if I'm trying to go to sleep and sleep for, like, a long time. There's been nothing that's worked better for me. So, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm really high right now. <laughs> I feel pretty good. And it was 11%. Yeah. That was the miracle. Right. That was the miracle. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the one that, well... Smelled basically as strong as bathroom cleaner. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> the straight line bomb. Our bathroom yeah. smells very clean. We're actually in Studio B right now, y'all, and the B is for bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Studio B, booth number it's, two. I don't feel like I'm in a bathroom. <laughs> I'll say that. Yeah, I will say I tricked it out. You know, I wanted to decorate it, make every room in this a little apartment feel like home, and I'm happy to be living here. You know, no, St. Louis it feels is lit. great. Great energy, great vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And all the people yeah. out there, I did ask to make sure there was nothing behind the bathroom curtain. <laughs> mm-hmm. We had to double they, check. They checked it. No chainsaws. Yeah. Yeah. Just they're, they're, we're safe in here. It's a good feel. Just co-wash, yeah. For the next guest, you guys should totally do that. <laughs> <laughs> or like around like an October recording, like for a Halloween episode. Oh my god! Halloween episode. Oh, there you go. You already wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween episode. Yeah. Have you guys back? I think you'd scare me too hard. So. <laughs> so, uh, so Max, you want to talk more about that strain? Oh yeah, about the yeah. strain so, that we're smoking. So we did bring some goodies with us. Um, so just to kind of illustrate, you know, the vast spectrum of, of you know different terpenes, cannabinoids, you know, different different strains out there. You know, um, man, that, see, I'm telling you, that 11 percent hit me. <laughs> um, so I brought three different uh, three different strains. The first uh, that we kind of smoked like a little guy of. Uh, it's Miracle Alien Cookies Popcorn Nugs that we got. It's only testing at like 11%. The terpene profile in it is just super hard on the on the liming, so it really does smell like a lime bomb. Well, that strain, like, we'll have people in and we won't show them what the number is, or I've had it with friends, it and I'll be like, smell time. this, and everyone's like, oh my god, that has to be 30-something percent. Uh. And you tell them 11%, and they're looking at you like, what? Like, oh, yeah. Um, but with that liming in it being so heavy on there, you really get more of a sativa effect. And you'll get more of an energizing, um, cerebral, head-focused high. It feels pretty clear for me. Um, and I will say the Miracle Alien cookies that we've had from since, for the most part before that, was a really good social, kind of nice high, not too heavy. So almost, not like a good beginner smoke, but you could also enjoy it. I mean, from if you're an experienced pothead or stoner, it's still yeah. really tasty. I mean, I mean, if you think about it in terms of like cocktails, I mean... You know, you're not looking to get wasted every time. If you want something that's 
really, really pleasurable and just taste alone. Mm -hmm. And you can even, you can feel it on your tongue too. You can feel like that kind of little bit of numbness from like that limonene. It's really intense, kind of crazy. Yeah, I like mixing with other things too. Mm -hmm. So having a quarter of that at a really good price and then just being able to throw little bits into something if I want a little more of a head high with it. Something that's traditionally more of a body high, like a kosher kosher or something like that, that'll really spice it up. Yeah. So you mentioned you're mentioning limonene. Uh, we mentioned limonene a few times. So uh, do you kind of want to give like a quick rundown on like all the different terpenes and? Oh man, I brought two good guys. <laughs> I feel this. this it's time yeah. for terp school. Terp school. I would say the three main ones, <laughs> and the ones that we focus on are um, myrcene, which is going to be the most common terpene you'll find in the cannabis world. Uh, caryophylline and then limonene those are probably the three main ones pinene terpenaline linalool that's I think one of my favorites man humulene we'll see that as well and linalool is kind of like comparable to like isn't it also found in lavender yes yeah, yeah. so like kind of you know if, if everybody at home if those just tuning in um not knowing what a terpene is, just kind of real high level. A terpene is, you know, is the the oils found in, in plants that you know give it its scent, its fragrance, it gives it its taste. So you know, when it's what makes pine needles, you know, smell and taste very piney. Uh, it's what makes mangoes taste very, you know, very sweet. Um, and so you'll find those same terpenes in any plant, just like in cannabis. And so you know, when when just certain strains have certain terpene profiles, each terpene each terpene does. Does it, or has a different therapeutic effect, and that's what that's what we're talking about. Mm. And plugging our uh, another episode where we actually talk about marijuana and herbs and herbalism all together, you can kind of get more of a view of different combinations between marijuana and some other plants that have great terpenes that would go together. For example, I love to have lavender and rose in my weed. Like, yeah, I've heard I've heard people putting like herbs in their joints before yeah. honestly awesome. if nothing else really? if nothing else do it for the taste yeah. really mm-hmm. absolutely we got some stuff back there actually on that shelf next really? to where my weed would be if i you got smoked it all today you have some yeah, yeah. i mean there's Dude, let's some. do some oh yeah. absolutely let's do some i got okay. some rose right there you can literally just take uh the rose is fragrant I this got, one it's the one on the right oh. on the top right this one yes well, to me, it's like linalool, that flavor even, getting that smell just already gives me like a calming sedative effect. Mm. Just in it, even if we weren't smoking, like if we were, if I were sitting there smelling it and just taking deep breaths, I'll get that feel. So I feel like there is something, of course, when you, like when you add it to it, it makes sense to me. Yeah, aromatherapy, man. That smells yeah. really good. Yeah, it smells absolutely <clears throat> fantastic. Yeah. Like this I, is actually this is some the first stuff time. I, want that I got from tea. abroad. So I recently did a trip with Black uh, Travel Fest to Morocco, and they had us go to different herbalists. So these were the herbalists that they told us were the best herbalists in the city of Marrakesh, and that stuff is an amazing tea. I mix it with my weed. It is, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm gonna throw a little bulb of that. In yeah, whatever ratio you want. How? What is the ratio that we should do? Um. You can play with it. Uh, we've I usually say, done like 50-50. You can challenge like 50-50. Yeah, or you can do a little less um, less of the flower, the literal flower. Just get a little taste. Yeah. You can do 30% for real. But it's great. Balances. 
This is going to be awesome. I've never done this before. Wow. And also the I'm fact so happy that, to share something with you. Also the fact that you're substituting some, like, I guess, volume. I guess it's a little bit more efficient, or you go through go through your weed a little. Slower. True, yeah, add something to it to slow it down. I just, I've never liked it with tobacco and people who are oh, exposed. I can't do it. I mean, I get it. Some people like in that, and they get kind of that, um, Almost that like that connect the dots feel like a journalist or something or someone that's like writing. They kind of want that feel like I'll smoke a split or something and just keep at it. It just makes me feel sick though. I always kind of felt that way. It gives me a headache actually. Yeah, I feel like with like roses or like I've tried like lavender. Roses, it almost gives like it almost gives like the well. aftertaste of like a tea. Of, like drinking a tea. Smoke your tea. Hey. I smoke my tea. I'm actually more of a coffee drinker than a tea drinker. Really? Yeah, because I think that coffee actually has like very similar profiles to weed, where it's like, oh, I'm tasting piney, I'm tasting earthy, I'm tasting gassy. That makes sense. You drink coffee long enough, especially when you like it black, it's like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I taste like this is a citrusy coffee, this is a fruity one, this one is chocolatey, this one is rich, it's a bold, like, very similar, I feel like there's very similar parallels. I'm oh, super excited. Man, um, that smells so good. Oh, <laughs> I think I left the papers in there. Don't flatter me. It will Yeah, so I guess we're gonna talk uh we can talk a bit more about like dispensaries in general. Um so what's you guys' roles like? I guess talk a little bit more about your roles at Sweet. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I mean we all take turns kinda going uh rotation throughout the floor, uh starting up front, making sure people have both their IDs ready, uh and current. Uh and then whenever a bud tender or someone nice uh, opens up the door, kind of walks the patient through um, finding if they're looking for something for pain, whether that's through smoking, topical, oral, uh, whatever their method preferred may be. Um, and then that same person only walks them through to the counter, uh, completes the transaction, and then sends the new happy person on the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, the, the, it was like an alien <laughs> describing how a dispensary works. I like that though. <clears throat> the, new, the new happy person. <laughs> he's, he's, he said it though. Like when someone comes to the door, he goes, "A bud tender or a nice person." And I think that that's really what we focus on at Suede is we want to have a hand on, ex- like a a hands on experience for the patient. You can ask any questions because I get it. Like I was a really introverted, anxious person growing up, and this is a really new like field. People are able to make medical decisions for themselves, and you're not always the most like comfortable to just go in and just ask someone you don't even know questions. So we want people to get comfortable because after a handful of times, maybe someone really opens up and it's like, you know, I really had back pain or I've had certain anxiety or something like that, and we can offer an array of products to help them out like for different times of the day. And I think you hear a lot of people. I'm just going on a tangent here, but I hear this a lot lately of talking about they want something to feel like energetic and I think they should be focusing on something to get like a really good night of sleep, to get that full night of sleep and then you wake up energized and feeling good and not as like cloudy headed and more like present. Yeah. I think that's been the key for myself and hearing that from a lot of people getting, you know, finding a good indica or taking maybe like RSO or something with indica terpenes, something with CBD, CBN at nights. Um, I see a lot of benefit for people of all ages taking that, um, especially recently as more products have come to the Missouri market. Can you tell us what RSO is? Uh, that's Rick Simpson oil or like a full extract cannabis oil. 
you can uh, take that as an edible. You can even use it topically. Um, pretty amazing stuff. I would just tell people to Google it. I'm not an expert on it. I won't pretend to be, but I know it really helped me out for my Achilles tendon. I think it's kind of far away from my heart. It's hard for circulation to be able to get down there, and I can't totally explain the mechanism, but when I was consistently taking RSO, mm-hmm. um, that really helped, like, repair it. I, I don't know what else to explain, but, like, Max has seen me bum around for years with it. It's like a nagging, like, football injury. It always sucks. I love running, and it's always something that re-injures, and I, I don't know how it fully, like, repaired, but I can run again on it, and that that's the one thing I can really point to of taking all the time, and the only side effect I can think of is, you know, I was taking bigger doses of it, but at night... I would wake up at like 3 a.m. and like have kind of a slight panic, like, holy shit, I am incredibly high right now. Because <laughs> like, it, w- it will hit you, and you will have some wild dreams on it, but if you get up, take a couple deep breaths, drink some water, you're cool, listen to a chill song or something, then you're back out, and you'll sleep so well. But that's only like one out of five or six nights taking that, like a pretty heavy dose of it. I mean, think about the benefits, though. Yeah, the benefits of it was just, uh, amazing i can't recommend it enough i would tell a lot of people to try that out especially if they're skeptical about cannabis being medicine i would say try that out and see what you think yeah my uh my uncle um who has uh ulcer ulcer colitis thank you um try like you know over the years tried eating you know different edibles eating a couple hundred milligrams of an edible it's not working tried smoking he just wasn't responding to it i'm like Dude, you need let's 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 look at this RSO. We'll throw it on like a little dab underneath your tongue. I think you know because your guts are so wrecked, you're not metabolizing things like a normal GI tract would. Mm-hmm. You know, so I got I got it to him. I was like, hey, I'm gonna be over here, you know, over you know the next night. Don't take anything tonight. For the love of God, if you do, do not drink with it. You know, and of course, my uncle, thinking he knows all. Uh, decides to have a couple glasses of scotch with with uh, with my dad. Decides to throw a little bit underneath his tongue, and got so high for the following thirty six hours. He thought the lights were were spewing confetti, which I'm pretty sure is just him, like his. You know, just seeing the twinklies, you know, around New lights. Levels. Oh yeah. So I mean, it is no joke to mess around with because it yeah. does work really well. Yeah, take it seriously. Yeah, I think that is the most potent like, medical form of cannabis that you can get because it's it's realistically it's still that full spectrum. You have all the cannabinoids and that that meat behind the plant still in there, and it's in the most concentrated form with an alcohol solvent. Um, we think about it too, like we have cannabinoids that we've identified mm-hmm. and that we study. There's still ones in there that we don't know because we're so far behind in cannabis research that mm-hmm. just getting everything in there and feeling the effects, we might not be able to fully explain it yet. But 10 years from now, we're like, oh, we find this other, you know, CB Noah. And it just makes you so friendly and lovable. Yeah. See, and this is my role in this whole thing as the GM, is finding brains like this for the team. To be able to communicate this stuff out to patients, to you know, to be a trusted resource, you know. Like, I don't know any of that, and I don't want to know any of that. (laughs) My goal is Mm -hmm. for them to know it and to give them the opportunity to learn that because, you know, I, you know, I I always tell them, like, be the mechanic, you know, everybody has a trusted mechanic, you know, because you get screwed over so many times by somebody you can't trust. Be that resource for somebody, be the homie, you know, that people could trust and, and go back to have the best interest for the patient in mind, like, because that's ultimately what people 
deserve, you know? Yeah. That's really what makes this job fun, too, is, like, finding that for people. There's a challenge in that because it's not like there's a one-size-fits-all, like, product for everyone. And with the way the market is, too, you grow a certain strain, there's only a limited amount of it, and you might need to pivot to something else and find something that's comparable that someone can rely on. And um, it's cool. There's different ways to do it. And, the, you know, like I said, not one-size-fits-all. Certain strains affect people, you know, multitude of different ways. Yeah, because, you know, some folks who, you know, aren't new to this, they do expect it to be somewhat typical, like a normal retail experience where it's like, oh, you have the, you had this in stock last week. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting it to be in stock this week, you know, right. because this is my mess. And unfortunately, it, it, we're at the mercy of the plants. We're at the mercy of, of, mm. of demand on it, you know, so if it's something that folks really are enjoying. It's going to it's going to be drained out way quicker than, you know, it has in the past. Mm. And so, especially as things kind of pick up and, and, you know, more awareness of these, you know, like new strains, especially like, you know, as prices are dropping too. I mean, like shit, the stuff that we're smoking right now, like this blunt, I mean, it's like 28 bucks an eight and it's got that linalool through it. Mm. You know, it's got a real nice exotic taste. Like, so, I mean, like it's not going to be there you know, all the time. So for folks to kind of understand like what these terpenes do, how to find related products, you know, that can, that can be a good substitute until something's back in stock type of deal. It's invaluable. Mm. Yeah. Rather than like this shit's fire, man. <laughs> yeah. Yo, this tastes so good, man. You should have it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, but my back hurts. Oh, that's crazy. It tastes really good. <laughs> yeah. Wait, did that really happen? It happens at dispensaries. Yeah, it definitely does yeah, somewhere. It's got to, man. Would you say that it's uh, more of like a farmer's market than a Walmart, huh? Definitely. Oh, totally. Yeah. Totally. And the other thing, too, is like, you know, like coming from like an or I guess like, you know, if you want like kind of a little bit of a behind the scenes, behind the curtain of how the shit works, like when it comes to ordering and stocking our shelves and what products we want, first of all, we don't, we don't want to put anything on our shelves that we wouldn't, you know, f you know fully support ourselves. Like, so mm -hmm. like we're not going to fill our stuff, you know, stock our shelves with bullshit. Um. And I totally forgot where I was going with this. Behind the scenes, just like oh, how yeah. we order and stuff. Oh, and yeah, and it's and it's you know these cats, you know, trying the stuff out, going, hey, this is what's good. That you know, Noah, you know, in his job interview, you know, talked about his previous experience working at Cushman Wakefield, and you know, you know, working at Mizzou, where if I would have known that, you know, the the motherfucker was making his own carts, I would have been like, job on the spot, dude. Like, <laughs> that's the type of degenerate experience that folks who've had in their past now is like opening up a door for their like new opportunities. Like, you know, I want to know somebody who has that expertise in this what to get. You know, what to, what to present to folks, or what to present to patients. My turn again. Oof. This is getting hazy in here. Absolutely. This is a hot box. Like, oh, yeah. This is going to be a good one by the end of this. Oh, yeah. Mix with the Gary Payton. I still need to get the papers out there, because uh, I want to try Goodness. this rose joint here in a second. We haven't even got to the rose joint yet. Oh, no. Is that, that's limey? The limonene? This yeah, is limonene a, with some linalool, yeah, also some myrcene and pine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's see, uh, yeah, piney, linalool, myrcene, lime. Damn, dude. That's what I do. Yeah. Blunts is one of my favorite strains. It's very unique. All right, so we've talked That's a lot about cool. us, and you guys have been asking us a lot of questions. I want to ask you guys some questions. Oh, okay. Oh, oh goodness. All right. So, so how did the, the idea of the podcast come about? Um, honestly, this bathroom, I actually call this space the portal. 
So I moved to St. Louis about two years ago when I first um, was attending graduate school. It was, you know, a good program, a somewhat livable stipend. I was just happy to be down here and I was able to explore my passions because I'm actually uh, trained in biomedical engineering in, in undergrad. So just was like coming down here very like interested but also kind of very jaded by what was happening in the biomedical world in terms of pharmaceuticals and biotech and there just being so much of a need for like us to understand ethics so I still love science but now I study like the sociology of science because I'm very interested in social structures cool. and just how how this shit is really happening yeah. like why is biotech sometimes causing more trouble than like like good stuff and like how does this fit in with my field so this has just been something that's a, a developing passion and then on top of it i was always interested in learning about trauma and how to recover from from it so that's kind of how i got into smoking weed because uh someone had given me some before and i had really bad anxiety and i was like wait a second like this it changed the game it changed the game <laughs> so my relationship with weed has always been you know me thinking about my health and my wellness and those being my passions but then my also passions for being in the biomedical world and understanding like how does it work and being part of it and loving to do science and just learn about it so this this just became an idea i kept talking me me justin have so many so many good conversations about it and so many good conversations while we were high and i was just sitting in this bathroom making puns and i was like <laughs> joint hypothesis like get it like it, it's a joint hypothesis like stats but it's also joint and high <laughs> and like just a series of bad jokes and i don't know things have kind of expanded well that's my nose here yeah, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> exactly i got a lot of bad jokes just brewing all the time oh that's wonderful so you get you get the way our friendship works so yeah well, that's really cool. I'm glad that y'all, uh, it's cool to start something from nothing out yeah. of just interest and curiosity. And it's, it's really cool to see where it goes and you never know who you'll talk to. So good for y'all. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. And as far as myself, like, um, for me, my relationship with weed started, I guess, a bit more after college. Um, and it made me realize how, like, not that I necessarily bought into the stigma behind weed. Like, I, I was always cool with, like, um, people smoking weed and stuff. I didn't really see it as, like, um, it's not something I ever saw as, like, that big of a deal. But it just always felt like something that was, like, like, I was a pretty straight arrow kid going through, like, high school and stuff. So it's, like, I didn't really, it's not really something I saw myself ever doing um, or that was something that was ever, that ever could be for me. And then... Yeah, and then, so once I, once I discovered it more after school um, and kind of started to develop a personal relationship with it, I started to, you know, feel a bit more, I guess feel a bit more passionately about, like, how unfortunate it is, like, how fortunate the stigma is. And so, yeah, so I guess that that's, plays into a large part of, like, why we're doing this is, like, you know, trying to you know, reduce some of the stigma, I guess, just talk about what is a, you know, a growing industry that's, you know, pretty complex, like, just that, that, the idea of, like, that level of transparency, um, or the discrepancy in the 
transparency um while this industry is growing a lot is just made me think about like breaking that like barrier um, oh totally knowledge because especially like in the in the missouri market and i'll be first to, to fucking say man there's a lot of shady motherfuckers uh you know operating out there um, you know, if we can be a sliver of that, you know, pie of transparency that you, you want to bring to, to listeners and, and to, to folks, you know, who are living here, you know, li- you know, experiencing that, like, that's, that's what we want to be. I mean, that's what you're going to ultimately experience if you ever walk into one of our sources. We're going to be completely straight with you. We're not going to push something down your throat that we feel is expiring or we got to get, we got to clear it up the shelf. No, that's not what is in your best interest. We're not going to fucking do it. You know, we've steered people away from higher potency stuff, even though it's more expensive. Like, you're not, it's, it's not worth it, man. Like, you know, stick with this, you know, it's going to be way better. But yeah, if we can, you know, be that, you know, that beacon of transparency, that's, that's, that's huge. That's great. Yeah. So I guess on the note of, um, continuing on the talk about dispensaries, what do you think about the you know, development of dispensaries overall throughout Missouri, the state of Missouri. Honestly, it's, it's for myself, it's kind of tough to speak about it. We spend so much yeah. time in our own dispensary. I have visited yeah. a few others and for the most part, um, it's been positive experiences for me and I've met a lot of really cool people in the industry, but we hear from a lot of patients and people that they had a really bad time. I'm not going to name anybody. And, um, but across the river, like over in Illinois, just recreational people, I mean, come to us like, crying like I was treated just like a piece of shit and like felt horrible just with some basic questions and then when they can come to us and really get some answers and find some solutions and find some products that work uh, it's really cool it's a, it's a big discrepancy and big difference from you know the experience they just had and what it should be so I'm hoping more people are figuring it out but I think that's the, the way to do it it's a new retail paradigm I mean it's like what we've figured out from the get-go you kind of have to have your shit together somewhat to get a med card you know and get it in even though it's easy in the state i haven't heard of anyone getting turned down for back pain and insomnia yeah <laughs> but I, I mean just guaranteed personally like we have a lot of people and i have family members and other people that um, have had to use opiates for painkillers <clears throat> for depression or anxiety or just um just for different uses and to be able to use cannabis and have better memory, be able to be more active and just kind of like live the life they want is a really cool option. And at the same time, I'm like really like upset that people have like been kept from this for so long and millions of people have been made to be addicted to opiates just this because of artificial regulations and like laws like really pisses me off. So like as soon as you were talking about that, like at the beginning, just how big pharma's been and the way like it's gone. I think we need to be careful in this industry that it doesn't go that way mm-hmm. and that it's open to like pe- for people to be able to like perform in this market and be able to, you know, create medicine for their local areas and not have to have some giant hand in it or controlling genetics or seeds or anything like that. I think that's really important. How'd you know that was going to be my PhD dissertation? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <I> swear. <laughs> Have me on, have me on for like a conspiracy theory episode. We'll go, we'll go, we'll go, deep, we'll go deep on it. Actually, oh my goodness, you're pushing me to really want to just know. Like, actually, I've been thinking like, okay, 
most popular cannabis myths or conspiracies that you guys like to either dispel or confirm like we can do a quick round of that i think i'll start out real quick <laughs> aliens are real and they're here oh right. straight there it wasn't a joke no it wasn't a joke no that was just a little nervous now yeah, yeah. Good. i think i think that's a good one what, what kind of comes to your head was the first one that pops in your head oh myself Oh, like a or just myth, anybody, like, like a yeah. Mythbusters kind of yeah, like, thing. Yeah, like yeah. What's like oh, a good potency is king type of thing. Oh, like THC is everything. I think that's a great one. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, like that is. It, I mean, if you want to talk about like the white whale, like Moby Dick feeling of like that it makes you the most euphoric feeling working in the dispensary is when you finally crack the shell of somebody who's just been like potency is everything. Like the, so if long. it do, if it doesn't have a thirty before, they don't want to hear about it. And then like, the, and then the first time they come back, you know what? That sixteen percent blood da 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 da. Man, that hit me like thirty percent. Or man, you were right. Uh huh. Like, oh, we finally got through to one. Yeah, yeah I mean, kind of bouncing off Max, uh, like that. Sometimes you just get like a that first patient experience in a dispenser where you can actually talk to someone, mm-hmm. and you know they'll come in and it's their so they're used to wreck. They just kind of get walked in. They say, they point at an iPad, say, what do you want? And then they say, great, get out. Mm-hmm. And then they come in to suede and, you know, like get them checked in. And then they say, well, do I just leave now? And it's like, well, what are you really looking for? And you kind of find out specifically, like. No, you have to sit and talk to <laughs> us. <laughs> <laughs> just these people, like, you kind of, like, see it in their eyes. Or when they kind of, like, open up, they're like, oh, I can actually, like talk specifically about what I'm looking for and someone's have someone listening to me someone is yeah. going to think in their and put it in their best interest to find me something that works for me yeah and just like the look on someone's face when they when they hear you say that a little bit less THC and a little bit more CBD might mean the world for them mm-hmm. I never thought of that and then you know they come back a week later and they're like I need a hundred times of what you just got me because yeah. this is this is working for me, and it's the first time they've ever had something that like really worked for them, other than something that was mass produced by a cu- couple chemicals being pressed together. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like you know, I, I'll never forget one patient um, when I first started. You know, and they ver- they just start getting access to like gummies or whatnot, um, and they were like sitting there going like, I, I normally have to take like five pills to even just get out of bed, and I take two of these gummies, and I can like get up and watch the news and read the paper and have breakfast and feel normal again. And I'll never forget that phrase was, and feel normal again. Yeah. Like, yeah. damn. To bring, a, like, a chunk of normalcy, like, to somebody's life is pretty fucking wild. Mm-hmm. By doing something like, like, so fucking wild. I well, don't the, know. We were, like, beaten the over the head with growing up that it's a gateway drug to, like, worse things oh, when I think that it's the opposite way. It's a gateway from being able to take these hard, like, processed synthetic drugs. Mm-hmm. I, we have active patients that will bike in or walk in or whatever in their, like, 60s and 70s that use a variety of products, and they're just so sharp and active. And it just kind of dispels the... All the bullshit of it makes you lazy and you're unproductive and doing that. Like, no man, it's it's a great regulatory uh, um, plant used in moderation, and we can also sit around and smoke it. And I feel really present right now. I don't feel spaced out. I don't feel anxious. The energy is really cool in here, even though we're smoking a lot. 
And as soon as we move around, I'll be like, oh, I'm very high. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I'm absolutely. locked into this right Standing now. Standing up and walking out of the portal, the lighting, your <laughs> yeah, eyes this is, are going to... Yeah, this is the portal. Everything's going to go green. Still. You'll see it yeah. another dimension, but you get used to it. That means I the like aliens it. have taken over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've been taken over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've been... You didn't yeah. opt into that, that brain surgery thing they, were, they like made everyone do? That wasn't... You guys didn't do that? Yeah, they didn't put anything in your heads? See? Uh, I told you you had bad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I'm aware. Respect. You asked for me. Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. So, you know, you guys spent a lot of time at the dispensary, but can any of you guys just walk, you know, the, the average new consumer through what would be the process from, like, plant to, like, However, you ingest it, your body. Oh, plant to body process. Paper scissors. I mean, I'll I'll probably fumble through I mean, it. Noah's we, probably the smartest. You can also do it collectively. You know, yeah. you go around in a yeah, little ring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we the, should have had a whiteboard. I'm not <laughs> I'm not super like big brand on the the whole growing process, but okay. once the plant is grown, it's been you know trimmed, cured. Uh-huh dried once it's in the bag mm-hmm. um so i mean so once it's rewinding a little bit once they get the budlets they cut the budlets off the we'll call it the stem for lack of a better word um it goes through a they can go it, it basically is a fork in the rub mm-hmm. it can either get bagged and go to the dispensary for sale as flour or it goes off to manufacturing and manufacturing we'll just think of it like as willy wonka in the chocolate factory so Chocolate can be made into any number of different products. And so at the manufacturing, you know, the bud can be uh, ground down and made into pre-rolls, um, you know, either one grammers, it could be made into a little six pack half gram, little mm-hmm. dog walkers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've we've used Keef. Here, I'll pass this roll. Can I bring it full circle real quick too? Oh yeah. You were talking about, you got like the big like buds, you'll take those, put the better ones in eighths mm-hmm. or make like all bud pre-rolls or use them for extracts. There'll be the smaller buds that people call those popcorn and those will sit for a while and like cure and you'll see sometimes the terpene content will dip but then just like spike up after curing for a longer amount of time that was that miracle alien cookies that we smoked earlier with that limonene that was just like on a different level that was a popcorn bud that had just been curing and that limonene is just through through the roof yeah that's why that 11% hit like that so yeah it it makes you kind of dumb right off the spot man like for only 11 um, but yeah, like, you know, it can be, you know, you know, broken down into, you know, actual flower products like pre-rolls or it can be extracted and it can be made into, you know, different sort types of concentrates, you know, butter batter, you know, diamonds with sauce. It can be made, it can be extracted, you know, into the distillate, you know, and put into bait carts or made into live resin vapes, which I'm going to kick that over to Noah because Noah knows a fuck ton more about that process. Yeah, we definitely, well... When you told us that you knew a ton about vapes, we had to include a segment on that. So, <laughs> wild. Yeah, there you go. God, yeah, yeah. Oh, I need to put the sunglasses. Am I allowed to take a picture of you and me sunglasses? Yeah. Only we gotta get Dan in it too. Okay, you're all welcome to be in it if you'd like. <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful. That felt like a good one. It was. 
Oh my god! Well, and it's Noah sitting on the toilet. That is so good. But in the most regal way. That's Dude, our new. Uh, that's our new Bumble pig. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm honored. Yeah. Feel free to give us credit on Bumble. Photo <laughs> grids. All right. Is it possible to poke our head out? Uh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, loud intermission. I know. Yeah, we can do a little intermission. Yeah, we do okay. intermission. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. some water too. Yeah. yeah. The gas is back. Yeah, oh my gosh, it smells again already. I love it. This is one. This is it. Hey, if you're gonna hoot with the owls, you gotta soar with the eagles, yeah. <laughs> Did we record? Th- okay, we recorded that good. I gotta Google that later. Hang on, hang on. That means. Is this the flower one? Hang on, I don't know the, the origin of that. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> That's, That's some Midwest stuff. I'm so east. Who's Hubert? Hubert H. Humphrey. Oh no! I do. Should Is I know? Is it a song? No, no. Or a song lyric or something? Hoot with the owl. If you're gonna hoot with the owls, you gotta soar with the eagles. Oh, like if you a, stay up late, vice, you gotta get up early. Who's the vice a, president? Oh, for, I guess. I don't maybe. Know. That's how I understood. Who's the vice president for? I like the way this one's going. Oh, the name sounds familiar. Hey, that's really smooth. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like surprised I didn't cough my heart out. Yeah, yeah. actually. I was like, is there going to be some harshness? Is it like some potpourri? Yeah. Like, yeah. What was the ratio? What was the ratio? Like yeah, it's not at all. And the aromatic from it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. it doesn't smell like just like burnt butt, you know? Like, I get a little of that like funky kind of burnt uh, weed smell, but it's mostly like nice. Yeah, it smells like nice roses. Burnt. Yeah. Yeah. Which I never thought. Oh, I'm so doing? glad that that's like uh, my favorite. This is a first for us, yeah. guys. This is this is wild. I'm really glad that I can share this with y'all. Yeah, thank you. I like showing cool people cool shit. Yeah, facts. exactly. Dude, that is been another perk of this job, man. It's yeah. just meeting like you yeah, know, really dope people, people like yourselves, yeah. like thank cool folk, you. like my god, just super cool people. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. We're flattered. Yeah. I heard about it. I've never done it. I just assumed. I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's typically what a lot of people say. A lot of OGs, a lot of older folk, a lot of like males, they're like, ah, nah. This this isn't isn't real. And then they're like, huh. And then what gets them is they still get high as hell and the high is amplified. So then they're like, oh, I didn't mean to disrespect you, Jerry. Like, I got a hold of that. Yeah, yeah. Then, then I'm like, who's passing now? Yep. Yeah. To me, with this strain, if you really smoke this and you sit there and you really focus on where you feel it is in your head, a hundred percent. Like the limonene, I feel sort of behind my eyes. That's kind of how I traditionally feel it. But the extra linalool on there, I feel like an extra emphasis on like my neck and my shoulders are just chilled. Super calm. This is awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Yeah. I'm happy to put y'all on. This is... It's a vibe. Yeah. Oh, so... If and yes. when the, uh, the, 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 the consumption lounge opens upstairs, don't worry. We need to do, like, these Ooh. tapings live. Yeah. A consumption lounge? Yes. That's so basically like it basically just be like this, but like oh yeah, but we could have a bunch of people hanging out. 
Mm. Trying new shit. A bunch yeah, of people absolutely. all figuring out at once that this is the yeah. shit. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, always down. Always down to meet new people. That's the way to get people to do it, is get them in a group and peer pressure them. This is like manipulation for a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Alright, so. Before our intermission, uh, we were about to start talking about vapes and started diving into some of Noah's experience about vapes. So, how about we start with, uh, what, so, I guess give a rundown on, like, the different kinds of vapes and, yeah, I guess start with, like, different kinds of vapes, like, between, uh, cartridges versus gyrb and, yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah, because the, the main two is the cartridge and dryerb, um, Dryer vapes are essentially just like a little oven in your pocket. Um, it's a convection oven, uh, normally in the base, um, normally connected to a larger battery. Uh, and most of these devices now are handheld, or you can get larger units. But yeah, they're pretty much all handheld now. It's, um, pretty, it's pretty wild how compact and small these things are. Yeah, just a little little battery heats up, a little designated like oven. Uh, you can normally fit like about 0.2 of a gram of, of weed in there and then heats it up a little bit and then essentially you're puffing on the terpenes being vaporized uh, actually uh, and it you know it rises up through the chamber however the vaporizer is set up but with the whole aspect of being a vaporizer it's not combusting anything um, especially set when to like a specific temperature to become more Emphasis on a specific terpene, so you know different boiling the frog essentially. Yeah, um, gotcha. So you can when get you say a, combusting. You're talking about lighting. Yeah, so like fire. lighting something on yeah. fire would be combusting. Yeah, which is just that instant hot heat energy mm-hmm. with the vape. You're gradually heating it up, yeah. and there'll be terpenes at different boiling mm-hmm. you know, points, and yeah, you get yeah, different like, experiences mm-hmm. by vaping and smoking. Mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've described it with uh, patients before of like uh, cooking oils you know how different oils have different smoke points mm-hmm. very similar it's like different terpenes different cannabinoids have different you know uh, you know vaporization temperatures mm-hmm. so when you're when you're vaping this stuff you know it's slowly raising the temperature so it's kind of sweeping all of those temperatures and kind of making sure all of them get in yeah like as far as smoke points like for example I have my um, I have my vaporizer right here the I think I might have mentioned it before, um, but the uh, it's the Mighty by Stores and Bickle. Uh, they make a bunch of you know vape and vape related accessories. Um, they make a bunch of stuff. I actually don't know the full scope of what they make, but yeah, and it's a gyre vaporizer as Noah kind of described. And yeah, so that's what we I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about the smoke points, um, and this. I think it's like 356 degrees Celsius, degrees Fahrenheit, um, is where the, like the kind of the low range of where, um, you'll kind of get like the, a lot more vapor, but then, um, it goes, you know, all the way up to like 415, uh, where you can, you know, you're basically, you know, getting to the point where you're like, you're really almost burning it. And, uh, I guess the most obvious like difference is like smoke production and, uh, you know, getting out, you know, getting a lot more with each hit. And so, yeah, 
forgot where I was going, where else I was going to go with that. Um, I was just going to pass this around. That's cool. Is it's it already rock? Yeah, it's already, uh, just breathe out or anything. What do you have uh, loaded in there? Um, I think it's one of the, I think one of the strings, not one of the ones you brought. I think it's a uh, tropical runs. Oh, I think it's also from uh, from Suede. Nice. You know, that's really nice. And that reminds me, like, the first time I vaped uh, like Rainbow Belts when we had that, most of us didn't like it when we sampled it out. But when I vaped it, I really got, like, a sweet taste out of it. That's the sweetest that Tropical Runs has tasted. Yeah. Immersing yeah. in it. Yeah, especially at the lower temperatures. Like, um, yeah, it's kind of just like a, a switching gradient of, like, the... You know how fast you're how fast you're burning through the bowl versus um well at higher temperatures you're burning through the bowl a lot quicker and you're getting a lot less flavor but the lower temperatures you're getting a lot more flavor and so it just kind of depends on what you're um you know what you're kind of looking for in your experience that's one of the best parts about the vaporizers too is that leftover weed that so once you vape the the bud that's already put in there and it's you know you've already vaped it all out you've got all the activated cannabis out of it um you can then reuse the bud to make anything you want with it to make an edible any it's basically make an edible with putting peanut butter on it and sticking it in the toaster you know brand new bud you put peanut butter on toast and then put it in the toaster yeah (laughs) oh my god he he thought he was slick that caught him we're gonna try this after this no, episode. No, but that's so true. Though people call that ABV already been vaped, so that like weed, I would put that on like a greasy pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just oh, soaks in. Fat, it kind of tastes fatty. like oregano. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Swear. Yeah, but like it's quick. But yeah, it's like you just keep it in a bag or whatever you know container, and mm-hmm. it you know lasts as long as you know as long as you want. We talked a lot about the dry herb, and you know we went to like ABV and. Um, all that stuff. So, did you ever talk more about the cartridges? The oil, kind of like distillate. Yeah, distillate stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so, like, on. what's you know what's the rundown of that? Like, you know, maybe talk about like how oils are made. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, a lot of the excess cannabis that you know doesn't get bagged or used for. Well, I guess that is the excess. The other path of the cannabis. Um, when it gets extracted, it's you know, there's a couple different methods. There's the butane and there's alcohol solvents. But normally when you dab or consume concentrate, it's <coughs> butane or solventless. A lot of people say hydrocarbon extraction now. Is that I, like yeah. the fancy term? Is it the lingo? I mean, I'm not like, you know, I'm not that hip with the kids, but like. <laughs> I just hear that thrown around. That's why I was, I was assuming. Yeah, I think that's I what they, know. I think that's typically butane. It's hydrocarbon extraction. Sounds cleaner. Yeah. I'd pay more for that. Than yeah. Butane. Continue, sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but you know, you got solventless as well, which is, uh, it's essentially just two heated plates that sandwich a brick of weed together. Um, and out the sides pop this gooey, delicious white, yellow wax. Um, I mean, yeah, it's gooey, delicious. I'll say it again. Um, <laughs> And then, and then, yeah, with butane, it's more of a, it's heated. Hydrocarbon. Hydrocarbon, I'm sorry. Um, Hydrocarbon extraction techniques. With the butane, you know, it's pressurized. I'm not exactly sure of the science behind the gas, um, but when, you know, butane's used, it'll extract the, we'll call it the raw 
extract. Um, and then from that point, they'll have to cure it to get the butane, like the bad part of the butane out, which normally get, consists of just kind of le leaving it on a heating plate and stirring it. Um, and then from that point, it's either put into cartridges with a mix of terpenes, whether directly from the same plant or otherwise, like botanical. Um, botanical meaning derived from like a mint plant or another plant that has the same terpenes. Limonene from like a lime rind mm -hmm. or like pinene from yep. pineals, little from lavender or something. Mercy yep. from yep. mangoes or some shit. Mm -hmm. Hops. Yep, hops. Um, Curiophylline, some spices. Yep. Some, yeah, probably some black pepper. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, and then with cartridges, you know, I kind of just kind of making them kind of kind of helped me understand them better as a whole. Um, it was, you know, you'll have your battery, of course, but then the top part will be the cartridge. And then, so when the battery connects to the cartridge, just the, the 510 thread, it, the way it's designed is that there's air holes kind of still yeah, underneath. Yeah, that's, uh, that's like the 510, that's like the standard. The standard, like circular yeah. based yeah. cartridge. Um, you get your air holes kind of like on the, the actual base of that bottom part. Um, and then the cartridge itself, uh, it's normally, it used to be like cotton wicks back like when I was really getting started out. I don't know what the actual wick material is now. Um, but that part heats up with the atomizer connected to the battery. Produces vapor from the butane extracted. Yep. Oil hydrocarbon. Hydrocarbon. Gosh, I'm sorry. One more time, you're getting ripped it, Yep. <laughs> so do you usually... Uh, um, so do you usually use like a particular, you know, do you have a vape preference rather uh, between cartridges or gyre or? Yeah. Um, I mean, well, I'd say within cartridges, my favorite kind of type would be like a solventless, like just like a no, <clears throat> no extraction other than a heat and a press. Um, Fortunately, it's not j just yet in Missouri. I'm not sure yet. I mean, there's, a, there's, I think there's one or maybe two on the market right now, but nothing like widespread yeah. across the state. Because, um, like, you know, if you have a manufacturer that's mm -hmm. like based mainly out of St. Louis, then the St. Louis dispensaries are going to probably get those products first before Kansas City, and vice versa. And I think the the company um, or the manufacturers. And, and if we're wrong, get at us. We want to put it on our shelves. Yep. Yes, one hundred percent. But yeah, I mean, any. I like I like just like the solventless cartridges. I think it tastes a little cleaner. I think the high is a little. It's a little more thorough. Um, kind of stays active for a little longer. Mm -hmm. Or at least the live resin card. Mm -hmm. What do you think about like the um, the fruity ones? Like yeah. the ones they add, like a fruity, like kind of taste. Uh, the snow cone. Cards. Yeah, the snow. Yeah, it's hot dog water with a dash of snow cone juice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, and they have their place. Mm -hmm. They um, have their place. I mean, because you do have a lot of people. So you know, thinking back on my like first time eating, you know, edibles, and I couldn't get around to like eating, you know, a weed tasting edible. A lot of folks are like the same way with cards. Like you know, a hashy tasting card, you know, makes them, you know, a little gross to them. So having something that you know is a little more snow coney, you know. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of like with, I guess it was common with like alcoholic drinks or whatever, where people will go for, uh, or maybe like wine specifically, where people go for like a sweeter wine and then like, yeah. you know, go for like a more red wine, like a more, uh, I guess, quote unquote, like refined uh, taste. Um, but yeah, like I, 
I found that with uh, as time went on, um, and I got more experience with like the the oils. Um, I like now I taste like one of the sweeter ones, and I just yeah. Like, I'm really I'm definitely pickier on them mm-hmm. now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, like yeah. things like a head change sauce cart, you know, or a live resin cart. Taste, it yeah. gives you much more of that gassy kind of you know kind of you know, chemi kind of taste a little bit like. I prefer those over, you know, a wild cherry, you know, where it tastes like cough medicine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can't, I can't do that. Those flavors. All right. So I have a question for you guys. Okay. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten while stoned? What's the weirdest oh. high food? I got one. You got one? You Not got one? that I ate. I just got to say it. I had a buddy that made a, a flour tortilla. Oh. And put uh, a couple slices of American cheese on it, and then made a chocolate syrup smiley face oh. on it, and then microwaved it on like a paper plate for like two minutes, and then ate it, and goes, "This isn't very good." And I, was, I was like, "You couldn't tell before you made it," and that dude has routinely made dumb shit <laughs> for like really dumb amounts of times too. I've seen him put stuff in for like fifteen minutes. Like, dude, you don't need to cook anything for fifteen minutes in microwave. Oh my god! It shouldn't even go that long. It should be a governor on it, right? If, if, uh, oh, yeah. if, if he yelled all the time, would we be calling him screaming? Yeah, yeah, I figured. <laughs> We're not getting there. Yeah. Uh, burn your, burn your house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my first thought is shredded cheese. Just eating shredded Just, cheese. Yeah, okay, shredded man. cheese. That's legit. Um, yeah. Nothing wrong with. But wait, hang on. Like, maybe taking shredded cheese and like, like. Pull, like ball it up in your fist to make it like a like a like a cheese curd. Oh, like that's too smart. That. That's too yeah, smart. If I'm and then it doesn't go everywhere. If I'm if I'm if we're getting into it and I'm eating a bag of cheese, I'm over the sink. Like it's going everywhere. It's getting stuck on oh, my beard. Yeah, yeah it's, it's yeah, all yeah, over my shirt. It's already on the beard, floor. Yeah. You claw game it too. Yeah. Yep. Max, what you were yeah, talking about, where you made a ball of cheese? Yeah. If they would have found out you were doing that as a kid, they should have sent you to juvenile hall. <laughs> <laughs> I did that with. I um, never knew that about you. I would do that ball with. Cheese. I would do that with fruit roll-ups. Like you know, those like fruit roll-ups things are super long. Oh, uh, you. I, I've done that. I've done that. Yeah. I've microwaved Airheads and uh, twirled them around like ribbon. Like you make new candy out of it, basically. Mm-hmm. Oh no! See, so I've shook it. And, you know. You yeah, yeah. You do you that. You shake, it shake it the one end, and then it just balls. Yeah, yeah. A solid ball. No, the, take some airheads, twist them around, microwave it a little bit, twist mm-hmm. it a little more. Oh, I'll try that. Top and then you go down to Ginkgo and get some airheads. Yeah. I mean, it's just corn. So oh, I'm, I'm, I'm shamelessly plugging uh, Cherokee businesses right now. If you're ever down on Cherokee, Ginkgo snacks. We love them. Absolutely. Clearly Canadian sodas. Oh, and a Lane's sandwich. Yeah, we have to put oh. Lane's. That's my favorite sandwich in St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. Right across the street from our... Suede dispensary location on Cherokee and Jefferson. So I developed what I call spoons, and I have to say it like sassy like spoons, and it's it's not gross. It's just a weird way to eat peanut butter and jelly. But you just take a spoonful of peanut butter, and then you only get a half a spoonful of peanut butter, and then you take a half the other half a spoonful of jelly, and you just eat it. This is you at home, I yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not really like. Weird. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. But yeah. it's just a weird way of eating peanut butter and jelly. And so I'll look at my wife sometimes really high and I'll just be like, I'm going to eat these spoons. And she knows I'm really stoned. And it sounds good, though. It okay. sounds good. That yeah. sounds good. It doesn't waste time, yeah. like with bread yeah. or any of that shit. In one dish. It's a, it's one a dish. Spoon. It's one, and it's an easy cleanup. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm in. I may be married, but I still got a little bit of bachelor still in me. Yeah. yeah. That's what's up. That's respect. Interesting. Um, next question. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say it. I think like we're that. too comfortable in here. I think we are too. You guys got comfortable very fast. Yeah, yeah we try to make it a really homey experience, so we're I, happy that y'all... Oh, I've, I enjoyed it, it as soon as I sat down here. It, it was like, worked. yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm no more place comfortable than on someone else's toilet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, don't get me wrong, my own's fine, but yeah, if we're in... Yeah. <laughs> just throw the strangers. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. What's the highest, or what's the highest, what's the longest you've been high for in edibles? Well, definitely like, I think over 48 hours, yeah. but then throughout the week, I'd have random points where my legs would go numb. Like, oh, between shit. numb and tingly and I was like oh it's returning and then a few times in that same week I used to like running and I used to do treadmill running and when you know THC stored in your fat cells yeah. so when you're burning fat you're re-releasing THC if it's stuck in your cells and yes I got high like running and playing soccer that week quite a few times so you had that like endocannabinoid factory reset just like <sighs> That's what that's yeah. called. I just, it just felt right. Yeah. I was getting high throughout the week, y'all, and yeah. I was like, "How?" And it was also back when I didn't smoke very often, and the people I were around who did smoke, they they like took in so much more than me, so I never like was being properly repaired. So it was my body also responding to a very large amount of THC in the edibles that I was consuming, but. I was happy. I wasn't mad about it. I was not mad. I'm not going to lie. It was enjoyable. I have very pleasant edible experiences you, here. You don't feel anxious on edibles? No. I can feel anxious on edibles. I do. I was, just about, I was yeah. just about to say, my, uh, the highest I probably, the highest I got on edibles was my first edible experience where, you know, it's classic, like, you know, took too much, kind of just, you know. They're like, not working. Let me take some more, you know. Actually... Yeah, we we almost did that. We almost did, and that would have made it like a million times worse. So, yeah, that was a um, that was definitely a humbling experience when it came to like my relationship with weed. So, um, yeah, so we're talking about the, um, the highest uh, highest I've been. Yeah, that's probably that's probably it. How long and, do you think it lasted? Um, I think like uh, where I felt really anxious, maybe. I think overall in terms until I felt like, you know, sober again after that. Um, it was kind of like a, you know, weed hangover, I guess. I don't know exactly what to call it. But um probably that lasted like twenty four hours. Which as far as an edible goes, like I it wasn't so much about the dose that I took or the magnitude of the dose that I took, but just that I, my tolerance was just not there. Mm-hmm. So, because um, like with that same amount that I took then, you know, I it wouldn't really be that big of a deal. So, dude, I remember the first time I made brownies with Trevor back in college. Uh, I made two eight-inch by eight-inch pans, and I ate half of one of the eight-inch pans, so a quarter of the whole fucking batch. And dude, I was laid up at Camp Lodge for like like twenty-four hours. Like I couldn't get up off the couch. Like I was so high. Like uh, you know, like when you're drunk and you're trying to like crawl to the bathroom, but your arms feel like they're like fifty pounds yeah, each. Yeah. yeah, it was like that, and like 
it wasn't you. Somebody else was like, hey, I'm going to Sonic. And I was like, a cheeseburger. Like, I need something in my gut to soak shit up. And because uh, I, I thought I was drunk almost. And they, I, he, I think it was Bedlock. Brought it back, ate it, immediately puked it up, and then went back to sleep. But it was like a good 24 to 36 hours. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I, like, I couldn't eat an edible that tasted like weed for like years after that. Like it, it had to be like, you know, an edible that you couldn't taste like the hashiness of it. Uh, and I finally got over that like probably within the last like five or six years. Yeah. It's been crazy. There was a, there was a time in college where like, so I was, I had two large mason jars of distillate um, and we kind of figured out that it was active so we could just kind of eat it raw. Oh. And so I had this wooden spoon that I would Wait, dip you in like there. Winnie the Pooh sticking your hand in the honey jar. Yeah. So <laughs> we stuck a wooden spoon like Winnie the Pooh into one of the jars that I warmed oh, up. And also, well, it's the worst taste you can imagine. Ugh. And coupled with it's hot rubber. Yeah. It's your teeth are sticking together. Your mouth is yeah. stuck. And so we, I put you know, it was a full spoonful. Um, you know, did this teeth scrape to get it off. Uh, so yeah, so behind all my teeth, it's stuck in my teeth. Um, and you know, like I, my buddies kind of like rolled like little balls of it, but I took like the full teeth scrape worth and we're supposed to go out. And then like less than an hour later, I was like, I was already on the couch. Um, I was high over for high over. I've never heard that. Absolutely. I yeah, I don't know. Like, like there's a formal term. It was that was like, that was pretty late, like into the night. But the full day after, I was incoherent, and then like that morning, that second morning was miserable. Like I was like, like I was I was high. Like it was like I could feel it in my blood, but like my mind was so over being high. It was a that was a trip. But I don't anyone out there. You should never be eating cannabis of any kind in that quantity. It's just not... How many milligrams do you think you ate? I don't even... I mean, it's... I ate, like, realistically, that spoonful was at least, like, an eighth of can- of wax. Like, if not more, right? Because, like, it was it was heavy, and I, w- I had to chew it, and oh. I was like, I was choking on it. Like, it was it was miserable. You basically did act- a cinnamon challenge. Don't the do cinnamon that. Challenge. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that, y'all. That actually reminds me... Um, Right after you say that, um, inside the top of the mighty gyre vape thing, once you open the top to clean it, there's actually this wax or like a you know resin you want to call it. It's like a little. It's really like efficient. Like there's a bunch of different ways that like outside of just like vaping like the the herb itself. If you you know if you're so determined, I am not so determined. You can collect uh, and store the what's gets trapped inside the cooling piece, and then. You know, keep the AVB, it's like ABV, yeah. and yeah, so it's like a little, whole little life cycle in itself. It's pretty cool. What um, you know, Max? What's that? H1. Oh, okay, yeah, I could, I could use some H1. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah it's a little, a little, a little spice. A little spice. Is, which the smell on here, yeah. the taste is gas, but specifically terpenoline. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my. All right. So we actually have our rapid fire questions um, that we like to do for all of our guests. So are you guys ready? 
Let's do it. All right. These are some simple questions with some hard questions. Right. Wait, are you going to go uh, like straight down the line, person to person, or are you going to go one question and answer, answer, answer? Yeah, one question, answer, answer, answer. So, first off, favorite strain? Right now, blunts. We smoked that twice tonight. Yeah. That's why I've been sitting here silent, y'all. It's hard to get me to stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> no. Respect. I'm going, I'm going Biscotti. One of the, the yeah. since had Biscotti for a long time, and then we got like another batch of it, but. That was that was a really great body feel for me. That like wasn't too indica. It wasn't it wasn't like I need to go straight to bed. It was it was a great like that was my number one recommendation for pain. Like it was just it's such a great vibe, great body, good taste. Uh, man, I'm gonna go the the Cherokee Golden Note. Again, it's that terpenaline. But uh, what was it? Was it the secret number two? Number two, number one. I believe it was the the secret. It was just the secret, I believe, which was Freedom Fighter last mm-hmm. year. It's been so many yeah. different names, but it's a great strain. And the most recent ones are just real terpy. Mm-hmm. They're just in your head, in your body. Yeah, this oh is God. this is a head high right here. This ghost strain is H one. Yeah. All right. What what else you got? All right. So when you get the munchies, oh, yeah. what's the first snack you're reaching for? I already know. What do you got? Either candy or cereal. Mm. If, it, if I'm at home and I have a bowl with milk, I'm going with cereal, which is usually Fruit Loops or Fruity Pebbles, depending on which one my wife picks up for me. Because she is the best goddamn thing that ever happened to me in my entire life. Okay. Um, okay. Or if I'm out and about, it's usually candy. Usually fruit candy, maybe like a Twizzlers or like some yeah, sort of yeah. taffy kind of thing, like a soft candy, maybe a Skittles, mm-hmm. a chocolate. Oh, take a back seat. But at the same time, if I'm going chocolate, I gotta go maybe like a heat bar because I like a toffee a lot. Sorry, he That's... waited. He waited his whole life for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do like love the toffee snacks. Bar, That's yeah. why I said I'm shamelessly plugging Ginkgo Snacks. If you're down on Cherokee, they have all the snacks. They have all the yeah. types of moon pies. They have I a... do go there when I have munchies, yeah. and it yeah. always satisfies. They have exquisite Lacroix flavors for all my sparkling water people out there. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Yeah, there's healthy options, mm-hmm. not just you know. Yeah. Uh, black what, what, you, what, you know, what do you like? I well, I I love sparkling water. Speaking of, I uh, multiple cans a day of that, but bubbly. Yeah, it's definitely like a. What, you what are your feelings on the San Pellegrino Blood Orange? Too sweet. Too sweet. What? Get out of the here, The best Noah. one. That is the, the best, best one. one. San Pellegrino, like the the fruity. Yes. Yeah, no, this no. I like like sparkling water with like an essence of flavor. All right, I got a tangerine one that. I'm gonna bring it for you because my way, my my wife does not like them. I don't like them, so you can have them. This music's my ears. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Honestly, like pretty much what Max said, but cereal-wise, Reese's Puffs and Cinnamon Toast Crunch, separate or together. Tasteful. Yes. I a I, bleh, I eat degenerate amounts of Honey Nut Cheerios. Mmm, what a Cheerios classic. Hey, it keeps your heart nice and healthy. That's a great cereal. Does it? I mean, I just. It's just a taste thing. Like, for me, like, I used to eat a lot of, like, more sugary cereals. And then over the years, like, I feel like I just got... I started eating, like, less and less and less sugar. And then eventually settled on... Sure. Dude, Honey Nut Cheerios has, like, the perfect amount of sweetness. Yeah, exactly. It's, like, it's a little, like, hint of sweetness, not super sweet. And, yes, honestly, 
it's like the right middle ground for me i do like the taste of honey uh what is it called honey bunches of yeah those are healthy those bro. are yeah. really good but like did anybody else try the Peeps cereal when it came out? What? Yeah, little marshmallow chicks at Easter time Peeps cereal. Oh my god, yes. that's some Lucky Charm stuff, huh? It was. It was incredible. Wow. Yeah, it was probably good. It was fantastic. Then they have some more cereal. Like it's like those little graham crackers, like those little gra- golden grams with marshmallows and chocolate, <laughs> chocolate like cocoa puff balls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're delicious. I, I like. I don't have a sweet tooth. I have sweet teeth. Sorry. I feel that. I was gonna say honestly, I'll snack on some dark chocolate chips. Oh yeah, if it's no chocolate, you gotta go dark chocolate. Yes. Yeah, I'm with you. Mm hmm. Or some peanut butter toast with like honey on it. Ugh. All right. Almost. How about everyone goes around and um, their best like low cost munchie Ooh. throw together like Scratch Kitchen. You got nothing, but you can throw it together. I would. You hit it. That's. What you said, peanut butter, honey on toast. Like Ooh, yeah. some cinnamon. I was literally butter. just about to say, uh, I love peanut butter and honey sandwiches. Yeah. Like, peanut butter and honey, great combination. A winning combination. I'm going spoons. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of peanut butter. It is efficient. It's good. <laughs> you know? I think oatmeal. I'm sure you get a good bowl of oatmeal. Oh, right. I don't know. Heart healthy yeah. once again. Yeah, Quaker, <laughs> Quaker's like got some of the bags are pretty good. The apples and cinnamon, the, whatever the apples one is, you gotta stay away from that one. But the cinnamon one's pretty good. Uh, Anti advertising? I don't know. Well, just check out the cinnamon and then you and then you believe me. That cinnamon's worthwhile. What are your thoughts on toaster strudels? Amazing. More yeah. icing. Yeah, more icing. I don't like the, the, the fruit ones. I like the like fake ones. The Cinnabon one. Yeah, I yeah. kind of like them without the icing. With the icing, it's, a little, it's a little bit too sweet for me. Give me your icing, bro. Yeah, yeah. Me that, I always take the I'm gonna divorce my wife and marry you, and then I can just have all your all your icing. <laughs> she's it's the, the perfect perfect relationship. She's the great. Yeah, cut that together. Because she's the best goddamn thing that ever happened to me in my entire life. <laughs> 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 I'm going to divorce her over some toaster strudel ice. Yeah. Oh my goodness. If there's one thing that'll work out, it'll be the, the toaster strudel dynamic. Uh, <laughs> hey, you're starting your day on the right foot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how, well, first off, what is your favorite method to partake? And then, what time of day and what occasions? <sighs> Not me first. Oh, man. I, Go for it. I like, I mean, I like concentrates a lot, but, you know, always in moderation because that's just how you murder your tolerance. Um, uh-huh. yeah. But, you know, concentrates, right? I mean, if it's a day off, I've done all my grocery shopping, apartment's clean, like that two o'clock dab. Mm. On a Sunday? On a Sunday, you know, mm. beautiful weather out, like maybe take a walk, you know, mm. maybe, maybe see if any strangers let me pet the dog that they're walking, you know? Seeing what's good, but generally, just always any day that's a good day, that deserves a dab. Yeah. See, I'd go exactly the same kind of, but joint. Music <laughs> on. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful Sunday. Yeah. No. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This, that's the really H one. Ghost train. Ghost train. I'm glad y'all are comfortable in Studio B, oh, yeah. uh, aka the portal. Cute. All right, so uh, finishing off your, I'm sorry. how and when to partake. 
Oh, how and when? Oh, I'll just say uh, definitely a joint. Um, either probably favorite time is like right before we jam. Like band oh, practice. Yeah. It's like, you know, you find the right, like, you know, head high strain just to kind of everybody link in and then like hit a first note. Wait, you're in a band? Uh, I mean, I like to play with myself. Okay. Yeah. That that could be the podcast theme right there. You like to play with yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, don't watch this episode. Uh, no, uh, no. Uh, so Dan and I were in a uh, '90s cover band back in the day. Um, a couple buddies, and you know, the last show we played was my wedding. Oh. Yeah. yeah played at your own wedding? Oh yeah, played yeah. some '90s '90s tunes. Oh. But we did everything. We Spice Girls, all Death, over the place. Destiny's yeah. Child, not necessarily Snoop, the most popular '90s songs. Like and you always knew them, but you didn't necessarily know the name of them. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. just like nice. good dance Ace songs all over. Yeah, Dude. really good time. But it was cool to connect out for all that time and be able to play. And we still jam to this day. One of our buddies in town plays drums, and we'll, you know, go over there, kick it. Man, that actually is one of my favorite joints. Being able to smoke before we jam, during the jam, after the jam. Yeah. But for most of the time, I would say like. Like after work, or on a day off, walking around uh, Cherokee, yeah. smoking and listening to some music. It's a, it's just a cool area, and there's always a bunch of cool people. There's always really good people watching. Yeah, the fantastic people watching. Fantastic on Cherokee people Street. watching. On Cherokee. Yeah. Absolutely, I love to smoke a J and watch people on Cherokee yeah. Street. I'm sure people are watching me because yeah. it just feels right yep. too. Like smoke, yeah. like walking down on Cherokee. Smoking a joint and then just winding up in a Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. that you're like, smells good, gonna try it out. And yeah. then it's, you get this gigantic plate of food and you get your ticket and it's like $13. It's like, holy shit, all right. It's a little grail down there. Oh, it's a little spot. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. That's why I live down there, man. I love we it, eat dude. big down Cherokee Street. The yeah. new place I the new place I moved into uh, has a like a balcony that overlooks like kind of one of the one of the busier streets mm-hmm. and so um yeah that's like people watching is fantastic mm-hmm. it's just you know it reminds me of like school almost where it's like you see people just like um you see like a wave of people around like 10 o'clock or so like the wave kind of fizzles out around like two and just like you really feel a kind of pulse of like uh you know kind of pulse of like a bar street oh, yeah. it just makes for a good just for a good backdrop, just kind of chill. Can people see you up there? Or do they look up there? Uh, I'm in like, like I guess seventh floor maybe. So people don't really see. You yeah. So yeah, I'm just That's have a chair out there and just chill. Yeah. That high rise life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you see a lot of, I don't know, just a lot of, a lot of random, funny interactions. So I guess we're getting to the closing. Um, it's been so nice to have you guys on. Um, y'all have shared a lot of knowledge. Um, is there any last final questions you want to ask, Justin? Um, I think we'll probably go ahead and wrap it up now. Because, yeah. It was good. Yeah, this is, this is fun. Hell yeah. Definitely very high. I'm yeah. so, I speak, so I can speak for all yeah. of us. Yeah. yeah. Confidently. <laughs> Oh, thank you guys so much for the goodies. Uh, can you like plug us to your website, socials, events, other opportunities to connect with you? Because it's been great. 
Oh, yeah, totally. We uh, can leave it in the show notes. <clears throat> yeah, uh, suede underscore canna, uh, pretty much everything. Um, you know, we got uh, we got some big things coming down the pipe. I think you know, we have some new marketing, uh, some marketing forces coming uh, out, out the gate. So, I mean, I think suede is... Swade and Sense and the rest of the Beely family, I think you're going to see some really cool shit coming out really, really soon. So, strap in. Get toasty. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect. Yeah, so it's uh, been awesome uh, kicking in with y'all. Have me back and we're going to talk some conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be amazing. Yes. Oh, I can't wait. I, can, I know it's going to be good. Right. Yeah, Sweet. we appreciate you guys coming out. Sweet. Appreciate the vibes, guys. Should Thank we do you. like a, a, a cheer clap? Like there's a huge audience. Like, like you don't have like neighbors or anything. You're gonna annoy if we like. Yeah. No, I'm pretty loud usually. Can we do like a? Woo! Yeah! 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 All right, oh, you guys are great. See you by the car. All right. That's what <laughs> oh my god. Great. Oh, they're definitely going to know it's a podcast. That's hilarious. All right. Go team. Peace out. And we out. Stay toast.